Hi, and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast that gives you tips and tricks for how to start, grow, and sell your online business. Also take a look at our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more info around how you can make your business better. But for now, here's today's episode. Hi, and welcome to episode 138. So today we're going to talk about the five key items to check on when you're buying a website. So if you're looking to buy a website business, then this is probably a pretty important episode for you. So, you know, whether it's you trying to be your own boss or quit your nine to five or simply add to your existing portfolio of websites, you know, buying an existing website business that's already generating revenue can be a great way to do this. So whether you're working with a broker or through an online marketplace or you're working directly with the website seller, the following tips I'm going to run through are basically the foundation of good due diligence. So what is due diligence? Well, due diligence is the detailed analysis of all the parts that make up a business. So an example of these parts are financials, products, marketing, customer customer information, branding, and the list goes on. It's all of the facets that make up a business. And due diligence is looking into all of those facets to see how they are performing and what the statistics are around those parts. And that basically provides the value to the business. So you're checking things out pretty, pretty much like a detective would. Um, Okay, so let's jump into these five things. So first one is financials. This is basically the cornerstone of every business. The business needs to be making money. So you need to look at the financials, work out what the profit is and the profits for after tax and after expenses profit. So that's once all the expenses and liabilities on that profit have been taken away, what's left in the kitty at the end of the day. That's what the profit that you need to look at for how the business is actually making money just remember it's hard to buy potential so people might sell you or try and sell you a website that's got all this potential or this business that's got so much potential it's very hard to sell that because the potential is only going to be realized depending on what you as the new buyer will do with that potential. So really uh, something I sort of shy away from would be a pay for anything that's uh, potential. You really want to be buying stuff that's tangible. There's a tangible profit there already. So just bear that in mind. So you want to look into the financials in detail, you know, make sure that they're showing true profit, make sure that all the expenses have been deducted from that profit. You want to get true records of the financials. So that could be, you know, a screen walkthrough with the seller. So you actually jump on a Zoom call with them, they share their screen and they walk through their PayPal account or whatever platform or whatever um, dashboard they're using to show you their profit you know if it's an amazon fba business you can go through their amazon account and they will show you the payments that have gone out and that should reflect what they've provided to you in their sales information of their website so the point of that is it's not just a spreadsheet so people can make up whatever they want on a spreadsheet but you need to go beyond that you know you need to uh 
I guess, not trust that information and actually see it for yourself in real time. So the other thing I would do with financials is actually get them to show you the the bookkeeping, uh, all of the facts and figures behind their financials, and then get your accountant or your bookkeeper to run their eye over it. So that's bringing in a third party to look at the financials. So making sure that you're not missing something. Okay, so that was number one. Second one is sales. So look into the last 12 months of sales at least because you need to get a longer term trend of sales. There's no good at looking at a business which only has three months of sales because for a start, it could be that they've just picked on a product that's popular at the moment and then it's going to die off. Uh, so they might have done three months worth of really good sales, but then the next three months, that product sort of gone out of fashion and, you know, and it's not making any money anymore. So you want to have at least 12 months of, of sales so that you can see whether there's a trend or dip. Um, now look for any dips in the, in the um, sales because, you know, it might be a business that has seasonality so you know it's more popular in summer than it is in winter so you don't want to go and buy a business that's got six months worth of sales figures and it's only over summer because it could be coming into winter and that's the slow time and so you're paying for a business that you think is going to be making that amount of money throughout the year when it's actually only going to make that money in summer and it's going to be a lot less in winter so you want to get that 12 months worth of sales you want to look for diversity in sales uh, you know you want to be able to make sure that your sales are coming in from a wide range of um, products and uh, and customers so you know you, that diversity provides you with some comfort if one of the areas of of where your sales are coming from dips you know, then you can have your sales still coming in from other areas. So look for a diversity. Look at the Google Analytics data that's around that sales. That's the best way to look for that diversity and look at the trends. And look and question, how sustainable are those sales? That's the main question you want to be asking when you're looking at any of the sales data is, is this sustainable going forward? If I buy this business, will I be able to continue to see this level of sales? Okay, so number three is products. And jumping back on that diversity, is there diversity in the products? Like, is it just one product that's making all the money? Or is it five products? You know, what happens if it's one product and then that product, you know, starts to um, decline in sales? If you've got diversity in it, that means you generally are better off being and protected because you've got you know, four other products there if one product goes down, you know. So um, that's something to look at. Look at the quality of the products. Look for reviews. So search online for the product and look for reviews on it. You know, are there issues with product quality um, or is it really good quality? You want to make sure that you're not buying a dud. Uh, look for supply uh, contracts, you know, look for who supplies the products. Are there contracts in place with those suppliers? You know, is there a backup supplier in case you're the main supplier, you know, simply shuts up shop or decides not to supply you anymore? Look for trademarks and patents. What you want to be doing is making sure that the products that you are potentially buying within the business are 
protected and can't be um, influenced by com competition and um, product supply issues. So look for those contracts, trademarks and patents because all of those, if they're in place, are a lot more valuable to you and a lot more valuable to the business. Have a look at the competition. Have a look at the competitors' products. You know, are they better than the ones that you're selling? You know, what's the what's the uniqueness of yours? Are they exactly the same? Because if they're exactly the same, then is the value there in the business? Because you know, effectively, the person who's selling you the business may have just copied someone else's product. So look for all of those things. You want to have unique products. You want diverse products. Uh, and that creates a lot more value within the business. Okay, so number four is customers. Look at where they come from. How are they gained? How are they coming into the business? You know, what number of those customers are repeat business? Because if they're all new customers and you sell them to, to them only once, that's a lot harder business to run because you're always going to be chasing your tail trying to find new business. Businesses that have repeat customers or the ability to attract repeat customers have more value and are easier to manage because you're not having to then do so much ongoing promotion of the business to get customers coming in the, in the door, so to speak. So have a look at that. You know, you want to make sure that your customer base is diverse because, again, different countries have different um you know, things that can happen, you know, with uh, freight, you know, with tax, you know, so you might find that your customers in one country stop buying from you because they can buy a local product for cheaper, you know, rather than having to uh, wait for your product to be shipped to them. So there's all of that stuff that you need to look at with your customer base that you're, you're analyzing. So get that information. It's all in Google Analytics. So any website business that you're buying should have Google Analytics data that you can look at and, and assess from. And if they don't, then that's probably a bit of a red flag for me because there's not going to be a lot of other information. You're just going to be able to get straight from the seller. And the fifth and last one of these key items when you're buying a website would be growth and opportunity. So what areas of the business can be grown or how hard is this industry to grow and be competitive? So, you know, it's a really important thing that you are able to take the business and at least maintain it, if not grow it. So if you want to grow the business, you need to know that it's, it has the ability to grow. So how costly would this growth be? You know, like, is it going to take a lot of time to grow the business? Or is it going to take a lot of money, you know, in terms of having to produce a lot more content or new products or, um, you know, spend a lot of time yourself growing the business could take a couple of years or you know you could be spending a whole heap of money on advertising so you need to get a feel for that um, you know look at what the seller is spending on advertising currently and you know work out whether that's actually showing any growth in the business or that's just maintaining it so look at all of that and put it together and, and just ask that question, will this work for you? Do you want a really passive business or, you know, are you wanting one that you can really push along and grow? And if you are, do you have the time and the money to actually put into that business in, in, in your situation and actually to achieve that growth that, you, that you're after? So 
recapping, doing all of these five areas of due diligence and doing them well is basically the key to making sure you're buying a good website and you're not wasting your money. So definitely look into the these areas and do your due diligence on them. So we've got over 300 helpful articles on how to set up your own, line, own online presence on emilyandblair.com. We'll put the links to that in the show notes. We've got due diligence checklist, which you can simply download for free and use when you're looking at a website to buy. You can tick off all the items if you're not sure which areas to look at and, and sort of how much detail to go into. They're all on these checklists. Uh, and there's heaps of articles on due diligence as well. So go onto a website and check those out. If you're looking for a website to buy, we would re recommend Flipper.com because it's one of the world's largest marketplaces uh, to buy a website from. So there's heaps of variety there and they provide heaps of information um, you know, about each business for you to start doing your due diligence on. Uh, we'll put a link to Flipper in our show notes as well. If you're stuck and you're trying to buy a website, uh, and you need some help, I can help you. I do a due diligence service where I go through uh, the strengths, weaknesses, threats, and opportunities of a potential website uh, for sale. And I can help you look at those areas and make a decision on whether this is potentially a good buy or whether it's going to be a bit of a dud. So uh, I'll put the link to my service in the show notes as well. That's all we've got time for this week's episode, 138, five key items to check when you're buying a website. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Elevating Business. Make sure to check out our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more tips and tricks for how you can grow and make your business more successful.